I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome along to this Landing a Lowdown podcast and to our Euro 2020 Spain Squad Selector episode. I'm your host, Jim McTeer, and I'm excited to bring you the results of a poll we ran for our followers to decide who should be in Spain's Euro 2020 squad. Now, I know that as we record this just before the October qualifiers against Norway and Sweden, that Spain technically and mathematically haven't qualified for the tournament yet, but come on. Let's be real, let's just assume they'll be there. There's more chance of Scotland winning the whole thing than of Spain not qualifying for it. So, with that assumption, we asked our followers to vote for their 23-man squad. Each voter picked three goalkeepers, eight defenders, eight midfielders and four forwards. And we have the final results for you now. We'll walk you through the results and we have expert analysis of each selection coming for you as we speak to journalists from Spain, England, Germany, Italy and beyond about the players who you, our fans, have chosen. So sit back and enjoy as we reveal your La Liga Lowdown Euro 2020 Spain squad. Here he comes. And Kepa's done it! Frankfurt. And Kepa's done it again! We start with the number ones with the goalkeepers and the first goalkeeper selected is Kepa Arizabalaga. A whopping 96.4% of you used one of your three votes to choose the Chelsea goalkeeper and here's La Liga Lowdown's Matt Clark to tell us why Kepa is backed so much. Kepa Arizabalaga is still relatively inexperienced at full international level with only a handful of caps but he has become a key part of Spain's goalkeeping plans and has been named in every squad since the World Cup in Russia. Last summer Kepa moved from his home athletic club to sign for Chelsea as Thibaut Courtois' replacement. This would have been daunting enough for any young goalkeeper let alone one who had just become the most expensive goalkeeper of all time after his 80 million euro buyout clause was triggered. However, he has not let the price tag affect him. Apart from the bizarre moment in the League Cup final where he refused to leave the pitch after being substituted by Maurizio Sarri, Kepa has looked confident and assured at Chelsea. This confidence has transferred into the international scene. Kepa has only conceded three goals in his first seven Spain caps but the standout moment was surely his spectacular saves in stoppage time in Bucharest to preserve Spain's 2-1 win. Comfortable with the ball at his feet, imperative for any Spain goalkeeper, and with great shot-stopping abilities, I think Kepa should be the first choice between the posts. Still Lucas Vasquez, really good! Brilliant save by David De Gea. 
for the Xhaka. Tottenham in for an equaliser, but David De Gea stays big again. The second goalkeeper making the cut is, of course, David De Gea. De Gea was picked by 86.2% of voters, and we asked football journalist and Manchester United fan Chris Winterburn for his take. Uh, behind Jan Oblak, he's certainly the best goalkeeper in the world. How many times has he rescued Manchester United? And he makes saves that keep teams in games when they're not playing well. He makes a, a save that nobody can see coming. And in a tournament, a team will not play well every game. We've seen that in the past uh, with Spain. So I think David De Gea is certainly the goalkeeper you want. Spain's defence should be strong enough not to concede too many chances, but when it does, you want De Gea in there to sort of make the saves that not many other keepers could make. Attenzione qui al pallone per Vinicius all'interno del rigore, Paul Lopez, un altro grande intervento, poi Iscola, cerca la conclusione, Paul Lopez, poi il pallone che termina incredibile. Let's be honest, we all kind of knew the first two goalkeepers who were going to make the cut, didn't we? The big selection decision when it comes to the goalkeepers of the 23-man squad is that of the third-choice stopper, the Pepe Reina role, the man who's going knowing that he'll almost certainly never cross those white lines. There were many solid options, but the man our fans have picked is Paolo Lopez, with 46% opting for him. Here's Italy-based football journalist Conor Clancy on Lopez and his start to life at Roma. I think Paolo Lopez has probably done enough, not only this season with Roma, but also in his last few seasons with what Betis and Espanyol as well, to to really make himself worthy of inclusion in the Spain squad. He's gone to different clubs and he's always performed at a consistent level. He, he's now at Roma and he is a huge step up on what they had before in Robin Olsen. And I know that's not necessarily reason enough to have him in the Spain squad, but... He's gone to a club where there's been a lot of transition. They've lost their best central defender in Costas Manolas. And now he's got Gianluca Mancini playing in front of him, who's still settling for playing in a back four as well. And he's doing okay. He's not setting the world alight, but he's doing quite a good job. And I don't think he would do Spain any harm to have him in the squad. Sergio Ramos saca el corner en el Madrid. Le hacen un 2 para 1 al español en banda. La pone blandita para que Ramos magistral cabece y porca el segundo. Marcó el camero. Marcó Ramos. Moving on to the defenders, was there ever any doubt that Captain Fantastic Sergio Ramos would be on our virtual La Liga Lodem plane? 96.4% had him as one of their options, and here's Keen Savani of Managing Madrid to reflect on Ramos's international status. Well, in the case of Sergio Ramos, it's pretty clear-cut. I mean, there are a few names in the Spain squad and the starting eleven that you just you mark down as sure things, and Sergio Ramos is one of them. Um, he's the most experienced defender in the squad. He's the best defender in the squad. There's a real case that this is his last international tournament, um, and he's he's essentially the captain of a team. So. I'm far more concerned about who pairs with him. Um, there are a lot of fringe central defenders on the Spanish squad that, you know, on one day or another, Roberto Moreno might prefer one or the other. But um, in in terms of who is the lock to marshal that defensive line, it's Sergio Ramos, no question. Um, he's still playing at a high level despite his age. Uh, he's a big game player. He's a big tournament player. He may have his ups and downs throughout the course of the season, but in big games, I would trust him more than anyone to command that back line. Uh, 
Plus, you know, in a team that doesn't really have a pure goal scorer per se, um, or or lack of a clinical striker, Sergio Ramos does help with the goals somewhat too on set pieces and just being in the clutch. So there's no question Sergio Ramos is placed in the team is a lock for me. The next most popular defender with votes from 92% of those completing their survey is Danny Carvajal. It's another Real Madrid player, so let's go back to Kean for his view on the right back. Danny Carvajal's case is interesting because he's been out of form for about two years now, although you could argue that he's had a resurgence this season. So I will say this about Carvajal. I think he, he definitely has a place because, one, he has the experience and he's rounding out form. He's been up and down, but defensively he's pretty much been solid even when he's been out of form. I think he's a lock um, and he definitely gets in the squad and he doesn't have that much competition as he did, let's say, two years ago. And for that reason, I think Carvajal is a, is a sure bet for the Spanish squad. It's another fullback next, and this time we have your favourite selection at left back. It's Jordi Alba with 87.4%. Here's our Barcelona based reporter, Roman de Arquer, to talk about the man they call the squirrel. For me, there's no doubt that Jordi Alba is still the best left back Spain has by far. I mean, there are other good options, but at the moment, I think Jordi Alba is the best fit for the Spain squad because, for a start, he plays for Barcelona, which has maybe a similar style to what Spain likes to play with the ball possession, uh, moving forward, attacking um, through the wings if possible. So I know Jordi Alba is really good at this and he can provide a lot from that left wing, going in behind the defenders, crossing in the ball, passing it back, combining really well. Also, his experience with the national team is very important. You need experienced player um, in Spain for the others who are incoming, who are like younger, let's say. So I think Jordi Alba is definitely a perfect selection to have and he's still the best we have uh, in that left back position. This is where it gets really interesting and our fourth defender picked is, with 71.3% of voters' approval, it's Inigo Martinez of Athletic Club. We asked Athletic Club season ticket holder and La Liga lowdown contributor Dan Parry for his reaction to this one. It comes as absolutely no surprise that the Liga Lowdown listeners have chosen Athletic Club's record signing Inigo Martinez to make up part of the defence. Since, uh, since joining the club in January last year, he's become an integral part of the defence and he's played a crucial role in Athletic's revival under Gaisca Garitano. So what exactly does Inigo offer? Well, he's not the fastest nor the tallest defender in the world, but he is a fantastic reader of the game, very rarely being caught out of position. He is also something of a leader and does a good job keeping the guys around him well organised. His greatest strength, however, might be his technical ability. A naturally left-footed defender who is comfortable with the ball at his feet is a rare commodity these days, and this is the reason Athletic was willing to smash the club record to sign him. The overall balance his left foot provides in terms of shape on the pitch and the passing angles that are opened up by the same left foot as well as everything else I've mentioned, make him a dream of a defender. 
Navas se va, le agarra Van der Mar, vamos, sigue Navas, progresa Navas, mira cómo lo persigue Neider, aguanta Navas, el balón para Iniesta, Iniesta de escuela, toca para Fábrega, Fábrega para Navas, Navas para Torres, vuelve a descargar Torres, descarga. Mira Fábrega, Fábrega para Iniesta, Iniesta chuta. We've got another right back next and he's a man with experience, it's World Cup winner Jesus Navas with 58.6%. You just heard the commentary of the winning goal of the 2010 World Cup final in which Navas played a huge role. Now here's La Liga loader and Sam Leverage to discuss why he should still be featuring for Spain at major tournaments a decade later. One of the veterans of this Spain squad would undoubtedly be Jesus Navas. The Sevilla legend came back into the frame with the national team in March 2019 after six years away. He'd been at Manchester City in England. He'd almost been forgotten about having not been first choice there. And when he came back to Sevilla, he had a point to prove and he's done just that. He's been in excellent form for his club and that's what earned him his recall at national level as well. And it's easy to see why. He gets down the wing quickly with his pace. Even though he's 33 now, he's still got that lightning pace down the right flank. So it's an interesting name to come up in this selection and it's easy to see why so many would have him in their squad. Now, here's a selection that initially took me a little by surprise. With 55.2%, the sixth defender selected is Mario Hermoso. Considering he isn't necessarily a regular starter for his new club, Atletico Madrid, I thought it a little strange that Hermoso was so loved and considered for the Spain squad. But then I remembered just how good he was for Espanyol last season. Plus, the fact that there isn't really an abundance of options for Spain at centre-back. Hermoso will turn 25 during the tournament, so he's already old enough and experienced enough to perform in the present, but he's also one for the future and a player you want to invest in and give that tournament experience to. Hermoso is a very fair selection and would bolster the squad depth, especially since he's so versatile and can play in alternative positions if necessary. Que pase de Marco Asensio a Gallá, cómo resuelve Gallá con el exterior del pie izquierdo ante la salida de Jackson, marca España, marca Gallá. We've not heard from everyone's favourite Valencian Paco Pollock yet, but we're about to now because we have a Valencia player in the defensive ranks of this La Liga lowdown Spain squad, backed by 52.9% of voters. It's Valencia left back Jose Gaya. As somebody who has followed José Luis Gallá for the last 10 years, it's extremely satisfying to see just how impressive of a left-back he has become. The last two seasons under Marcelino's guidance, he has become one of the best players in his position, not only in Spain, but also in Europe. A one-club man who, after leaving his physical problems behind, has also become one of the most reliable and consistent defenders in the league. Tough attitude, amazing speed when defending, also very smart moves and intelligence with his teammates when running the wing and getting to attacking positions. A gritty, quality player and remember, he's only 24 years old. Chelsea find a way through. Cesar Azpilicueta with his first Premier League goal of the season. Azpilicueta has got it. Vasilevsky. Azpilicueta! A thumping strike from an unlikely source. It's a stunning goal with which to draw Chelsea level. 
there's room for one final defender in this squad. So with that last defensive spot, you really want someone versatile, don't you? Well, that's exactly what our followers have opted for by selecting Cesar Aspilicueta with 52.9%, the exact same percentage as Jose Gaia, in fact. To tell us a bit more about the reasoning for selecting Aspilicueta, here is La Liga Lowdown's Alex Fitzpatrick. Whilst Aspilicueta has been out of Spain since 2010, taking in both Marseille and London on his travels, it certainly isn't a case of out of sight and out of mind. The Chelsea captain's popularity as a pick may be down to his flexibility, an attribute so important for any tournament squad. The defender played much of his early career at left-back, despite his natural position being at right-back. Two of his best seasons at Stamford Bridge were when playing on the right of a back three under Conte. He's a player over whom there can be no doubts about his commitment to the cause and his passion on the pitch. Well, that's us covered the goalkeepers and defenders of our La Liga Lowdown Spain squad for Euro 2020. We've got eight midfielders and four forwards coming up and we'll reveal the chosen ones after this little break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome back to this special episode of La Liga Lowdown, where we're revealing the Euro 2020 Spain squad as chosen by the fans and followers of this podcast. You voted for them, and I'm here to reveal the players you think should be going on this round-the-continent tour of Europe next summer for the crazily formatted European Championships. Let's go on to the midfielders, and the top choice in this position was... Golazo! 
It's Rodri of Manchester City. Yes, 96.6% of voters had Rodri amongst their eight midfield selections. It makes sense, doesn't it? Rodri's seen as the future anchor of the Spanish national team's midfield. I've lost count of the number of times I've seen him described as the new Busquets. It's a fair comparison in some ways because they play the same position when they play for Spain and because of similarities. But let's not forget that Rodri is his own man too. Even after a few months at Manchester City, you can already see further involvements in his game. He's even spoken about how he's improving his dribbling, not because he wants to take on and beat defenders per se, but because Pep Guardiola wants him to move around and unsettle defences at the same moment as he selects the pass he's going to make. I love everything about Rodri, well, apart from the fact that he left Atletico Madrid, but he tucks his shirt into his shorts, which is cool as can be, so he makes a cut for me, and with 96.6% backing, he clearly does for you guys as well. Slowly further and further forward. Too pretty. Oh, too beautiful for words. Thiago scores and puts the finish on a delightful Bayern move. Receiving 89.7% of approval, Thiago Alcantara is the next midfielder on our list. The La Masia graduate has spent the past seven seasons in Germany at Bayern Munich, so let's get the views of Alex Troika, a journalist from Germany who knows the Bundesliga like the back of one hand and who knows Spanish football like the back of his other hand as editor-in-chief of Barca Welt, a website dedicated to covering FC Barcelona. I do think Thiago Alcantara should be in Spain's squad for the Euro 2020. He is for me and many other pundits in Germany the best midfielder in the Bundesliga and one of the three to five best players in the entire German league probably alongside Robert Lewandowski, Marco Reus and maybe one or two others but Thiago is absolutely astonishing and exceptional and deserves it to be in the squad. He is the mastermind of Bayern's team that easily wins the Bundesliga every year. He is the brain of the game, everything goes through him the entire game. He is the, the center piece in the puzzle of Bayern's game and people who don't watch him regularly or who might not follow the Bundesliga closely might think that he's only good with the ball at his feet but he worked uh, on his entire game on his overall game so even off the ball now he's really really good he became good against the ball in in his positioning in his tackling in his pressing so he absolutely uh, became an all-around midfielder who can do it all um, well maybe apart from scoring but uh, other than that he is really really great um, at everything he does and he is He's the mastermind, as I, as I mentioned before, of Bayern's game. So he totally deserves the call-up for the Spain squad. Aguanta Saúl, vigilado por Thiago. Sigue Saúl, se mete entre dos, que jugador. Más de Saúl que está dentro del área. Saúl! Let's keep going and our third midfielder picked is Sal Niguez with 86.2%. Here's Jeremy Barron of Atletico Madrid English language site into the Calderon to talk some Saul. I think Saul Niguez should absolutely be in Spain's Euro 2020 squad. The most obvious reason for that is because of his penchant for the spectacular. Saul has this really incredible ability to score huge goals in huge games. We have seen it in La Liga, in the Champions League, even at international level at the under 21 euros in 2017, Saul scored a hat trick in the semifinal to knock out Italy. 
So that that's the most uh, standout characteristic to Sowell's game. But in my eyes, what's just as important is what he does off the ball. Sowell really is a complete player, even if his form over the past year hasn't always shown it. He works very hard defensively. He's really versatile. can play really anywhere across midfield, even at left back, as Diego Simeone has shown us over the past two or three seasons. Sal can give you the lead going forward, and he can protect it tracking back. And that's why Sal needs to be included in Spain's midfield of the Euros. We mentioned before that Rodri is said to be the new Busquets, but the old Busquets also makes a cut. Of course he does. He's vice-captain and just over three quarters of you, 75.9% to be exact, want him in the squad. Roman de Arquer is one of them and he discusses Busquets and his situation now. Busquets is also a very logical pick for the national team. Um, we don't know what he's done for Spain, what he's done for Barcelona. Of course he's not the player we saw two, three years ago who was dominating that midfield, but he's still very useful if he gets the rest he needs. If he's playing too many games, then usually he doesn't um, provide as well as when he's rested and when he's on a good physical shape. So I think Busquets is very needed and we all know how he can combine in that midfield, how he can defend, but also provide um, towards the attack if needed. Not by shooting, of course, but by um, passing and moving the ball around. So. Definitely Busquets is one to always keep in mind. Koki's last experience of a major tournament wasn't great as he missed a penalty in that shootout against Russia at the World Cup. But he's Koki, he's the captain of Atletico Madrid and he's on this list because 66.7% of our followers decided so. Let's go back to Jeremy of Into the Calderon for his thoughts on the second Atleti midfielder to be included. I think Koke should be in Spain's Euro 2020 squad, not because he's marvelous at any one particular thing, but because he does a lot of little things well. And you do enough of those little things, they add up into one really good midfielder. Koke is not when was never going to be the heir to Xavi's throne in the national team as the ex-Barcelona midfielder once said he'd be. But he's become a very good midfielder nonetheless. He's not a traditional Spanish midfielder, yet he's been counted on at two World Cups at the Euros in 2016, and he would be very valuable in this squad as well. He can play anywhere in a midfield three or a midfield four. If you need him to keep a game ticking and help circulate the ball, he can do that. He is very diligent in providing cover for his fullbacks, whether he's on the left or the right. Runs, runs, runs his tail off. Tackles, can make clearances if necessary, really leaves it all on the line every game. And he's only 27, and we've talked about a guy who is a veteran of three huge international tournaments, not to mention over 400 games with Atletico. So for these reasons, I think Koke would make a very valuable member of the squad at Euro 2020, even if he's not first choice. Dick towards the goal, and Ceballos puts it in for his first Arsenal goal. His first goal in European club football as well. Our next midfield place goes to the new magician of the Emirates, Danny Ceballos. The Euros will come 
as his loan spell at Arsenal finishes, so his future might be up in the air, but one thing that 65.5% of our followers are sure of is that his future will pass through Euro 2020. Here's Alex Fitzpatrick again to shed some more light on Ceballos and his current situation. Despite not being able to force his way into the Real Madrid team, Danny Ceballos is a player who has the ability to make supporters get up out of their seats. The young central midfielder, on loan at Arsenal, is a player who oozes quality on the ball and will always make himself available to receive a pass, even in tight positions. He'll take a risk on the ball, sometimes in dangerous areas, but where there is a risk, there's also the potential for reward. He's a real bag of tricks and a creative asset to have in any squad, whether from the start or coming off the bench. Dentro per Fabian Ruiz, la combinazione è efficacissima. Napoli 2, Sassuolo 0. Gol di Fabian Ruiz al 29. We're going back to Italy now to speak with Gunnar Clancy as we have another Serie A player on the list. It's Fabian with the Napoli man registering 63.2%. I don't care what country is building this squad for Euro 2020, but Fabian Ruiz has to be in any squad he's eligible for because he is an absolute Rolls-Royce of a player. He's shown that with Napoli over the last, what, year and a bit now. When he went there, not everyone was completely certain in Italy that he would be able to slot into this system and just operate so seamlessly at such a high level, but that's exactly what he's done. And he has surpassed expectations so, so much. He's phenomenal. He can pass, he can shoot, he can assist, he can create, he can keep things ticking over so, so nicely. And what bodes really well for him and Spain together is the way Napoli play under Carlo Ancelotti is kind of an extension, if not a more diluted version of what Maurizio Sarri played there. And I think the skill set he has to possess at Napoli is quite transferable to how Spain play as well. And uh, yeah, whatever team it is, whatever tournament it is, Fabiano Ruiz has got to be in a 23. Danny Parejo looking to put a little extra polish on this one. Looks for the corner and sneaks it past the fingers of Navas. We're tied at one. Danny Parejo. It had to be him, didn't it? The Valencia captain is our final midfielder, picked by 54% of participants. Paco Pollock watches him every fortnight live at Mestalla and tells us what he'll bring to Robert Moreno's side. So, what can we say about Parejo? His haters will say he's slow that he takes too many risks, that his personality isn't fit for being a true leader, and while all the naysayers talk, Parejo was the one actually to lift the Copa del Rey trophy in May, and he has become a usual presence in the national team. We should also point out how easy he seems to make the fact that he was Valencia's top scorer last season, and that he can also bag quite a few goals. Already a veteran with plenty of experience under pressure, his quality and style make him easily one of the best all-around offensive midfielders in our country. Sancho, 16 meter, Sancho, Brunlasen, We're on to the forwards now and we asked you guys to pick four forwards for us, which is an incredibly difficult sentence to say actually. The first man you've gone for is Paco Alcacer, picked by 80.5% of voters. Let's speak to our Bundesliga expert Alex Drucker again to see if he thinks Alcacer deserves a place in the squad. I do think he does deserve it, 
um, because his goal scoring record in the Bundesliga is absolutely outstanding. Um, he's a brilliant, brilliant striker for Borussia Dortmund. He's the key for them, uh, finishing second last year and this season again competing at the top. Um, he was a great uh, signing for Dortmund and as I said the goal record is absolutely astonishing um, he basically scores when he wants and so I do think he deserves it but yeah it's a matter of does the coach like this type of player or does he uh, prefer other types of players because as we know Paco is not the best at link up he's not the dribbler he's not the tallest striker um, he's not the paciest striker so a lot of question marks um, and also the, the question of the system does does he maybe wants to try out two uh, strikers at one point or does he see Paco as a super sub because he is absolutely brilliant as a super sub probably the best uh, super sub Spain have so yeah different reasons and different angles to look at the entire topic Rodrigo Moreno has been a near permanent fixture in the Spain squad since the 2018 World Cup. Loved by Luis Enrique and Robert Moreno alike, he's also loved by 71.3% of our La Liga lowdown family. Nobody really knew where he'd be going last summer, but next summer it's got to be Euro 2020. And here's Paco Pollock to tell us why. Remember, it was a very tough summer for Rodrigo Moreno after the whole will he leave, will he stay affair between Atletico de Madrid and Valencia, but the fact is that he has remained at Mestalla and that his mobility, IQ, intelligence, skill and dexterity when looking for socios on top of the pitch are very, very valuable attributes for any coach. That's why every single manager in Valencia in the last five years has decided that if the player is fit, he has to start almost always in the lineup. The chance of being a starter for Spain, though, will rely heavily on his form when scoring and finishing, something which has always been on his pending subjects throughout his career. If Spain go on to win Euro 2020, then it will all be thanks to Eibar. Huh? You say, well, that's because 67.8% of you are sending Mikel Oyarzabal to the tournament. The giant with huge feet and a degree in business management who was born in Ibar and who rose rapidly through the ranks at Real Sociedad. Promoted to the first team by David Moyes himself. Oyarzabal has thrived in La Liga with 12 goals in 2017-18 and 13 goals last season. And he's still only 22. He can play in basically any of the forward positions that you want him to and he has experience of winning for Spain have formed part of the triumphant under-21 squad at last summer's Euros. Oyarzabal certainly deserves his place. Now, who gets the final spot? The 23rd ticket of the tournament.
Iago Aspas missed the decisive penalty as Spain were dumped out of the World Cup by Russia, but he has been given a chance to redeem himself by the La Liga lowdown voters 55.2% selected the Celta Vigo star for their squad. And here's Ian Morris, Mr Celta USA on Twitter to explain the reasoning for Aspas being picked. You know, I, I say it from a bit of a biased perspective, right? But numbers don't lie. And Iago Aspas has been the top scoring Spaniard in La Liga over the past few seasons. And, you know, let's be honest, outside of Spain, he's also been the best scoring in terms of goals per game uh, forward that, that Spain has as an option. A player of his caliber is something that the Spanish national team would benefit greatly from. We've seen the good work he's done with them in the past, and I think the talent and the production over the past few seasons speaks to itself, speaks for itself. And uh, he's a guy that that should definitely be in there, in my opinion. Thanks, Ian, and thanks to all our contributors to this podcast. Thanks, of course, to everyone who voted as well. I genuinely think this is a fantastic 23-man list. So maybe the wisdom of the crowd is the way to go with the real Spain squad for Euro 2020. Maybe. Before we finish, let me just reveal four more names. I'm going to let you know the player who was closest in each positional category, but who just missed out. Those players were Sergio Asenjo for the goalkeepers, Sergio Reguilon for the defenders, Isco for the midfielders, and Alvaro Morata for the forwards. So sorry guys, close but no La Liga lowdown cigar. Of course, we hope you'll comment on Twitter and interact, letting us know which picks you love and which players you really wish had been included instead. So I look forward to that debate over this international break and beyond. We'll be back with a podcast next Wednesday, not on our usual Monday, but on Wednesday for one week only, when we'll be discussing the Spain matches against Norway and Sweden. Thanks for listening today, and we hope you'll listen to us next time.